Welcome to uh, Rome is Home with Joe and Viva. We are a little late this week, but I, like I posted on Facebook, we sat down on Sunday and we started to record the podcast and our computer was going so slow that it would just not record most of what we were saying, which was very frustrating. So we had to wait a little bit and now we're using someone else's computer before we figure things out. Actually, this computer was mine. I built it. Um, well, you I, gave it away, so it's not yours anymore. Uh, well, what is it you say? You permanent uh, forever borrow? Prêter pour toujours. No, I don't even remember what it is in French. Uh, so it's some it's some weird saying Viva has. Like, we just borrow this thing for you forever, but we get to claim it back when we want. Yeah, so it's kind of yours, but I still have a claim on it, so... I don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of looking at it, but you know what? I, at that point in my life, I'm like, you know what? I can't deal with this stuff. I don't want to have any more of these things, so... Here you go, bro. I'm so nice like that, right? Yeah. Sometimes. So, sometimes. Now it's paying back because here it is and we get to use it. So, there we go. Absolutely. Cool. So, hopefully, I mean, this you built it so you know how good it is. It's yeah. not supposed to lag. If you built it, it should work. So, okay. There you go. Let's talk a little bit about our week. Well, no. What were we going to talk about last week? Well, I guess we... Um, we were just going to talk about our... When we sat down and we started talking on Sunday, we were just talking about our day. Which was a very busy day, but a very fun day. I've already almost forgotten it. Yeah, Sunday. That was... Uh, yeah, it was Palm Sunday. Yeah. And we went to visit our friends in Tilsenburg. We went to Mass there, so we saw a lady that uh, used to come by it to, to play with the girls. So she was happy to see the girls. And of course, no, Teresa kind of forgot her. She was, yeah. she was weird. She wasn't... Even well, I mean, she was kind of like that with me a little bit when I was away for a month. But uh, yeah, a a little bit. Like yeah, probably. Like she called for her afterwards in some ways. Like oh, it's true. You know, it just took her a little bit of time to remember. And uh, beautiful mass, beautiful community. Very, very small, but very warm people. I mean, we stayed for ten, fifteen minutes after just chatting with people, especially your old Carmelite group. Yes, my old, my old. (laughs) <laughs> my old carmies, carmies. That, I, i'm not sure if that's a yeah kind of works it like, works yeah, like, it works my I old like carmies that. um yeah we're just catching up kind of letting them know sort of the plans you know that we're still going to rome you know everything's kind of firming up so yeah they're happy to hear that it was good to kind of see them and uh but yeah we had, we were planning to come there to see our friends uh for lunch and then afterwards unbeknownst to us was our uh, was the last Family catechism. Uh, I think we've mentioned it before. I should give a recap, yeah. It, it's a group. It's it's everywhere in Canada. Maybe not everywhere. Mostly in Ontario, but there's some groups in... Uh, Calgary. Yeah. There's, there's a few few groups around. There's yeah. a few groups around, and it's very, very solid kind of... Not curriculum, but a system. Yeah. It's it's uh, system. parents teaching the kids, and you, you're spread in different classes depending on your age. And Joe was in charge of a class, yeah, like a four to six. Grades four to six. Yeah, and I was in the nursery, but because of our move, we had to uh, give it up and, and abandon them. But uh, it was the last one of the of the season, I guess. So of the year, yeah, of the year. So it was really good to see them and catch up because we didn't really get to say a real goodbye. No, it was sort of we. Well, we kind of said like individual goodbyes here we and were, there. We missed some people, maybe, or just the timing was awkward sometimes. And we but, were planning to go to the last one in January, but it, it, we were too busy, so it didn't work out. It didn't work out. No. So that was good to really see people, really say a real goodbye, talk about our, our uh, where we're at in our planning, and yeah. and and I mean, you you, you passed on, over it very quickly, but the lunch at our friends was really awesome. I oh yeah, I the. 
they said that they didn't listen to the podcast, so I can really open my heart. And I love them so much. They're the best friends you could possibly think of, especially because I think it's really rare to have, you know, a cup, another couple where both of us were friends with the. Uh, okay, I don't know how to explain this. Well, You're yeah. friend with the the guy, and I'm friend with the girl, and their son is exactly the same age as Monica. It's just so amazing, and yeah. I feel like they complete us, especially in their the way they express their faith. They're um, they're a bit more the the sanguine kind of warm, friendly people, and we're a bit more I don't know quiet, quiet, <laughs> and serious, but. I don't know. It's we we walked into the into their house and they were saying, "Oh, it just feels like it's just so natural," and and it really did, and that makes me a little sad that we're getting such good, getting really close and good friends, and and then we have to leave. But I mean, they said they would visit us in Rome, so I hope they stand by that. Yeah, I hope every anybody can come to Rome and visit us. We're gonna have a gonna make sure you have room to stay with us so open invitation people yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah so um yeah it was uh it was good so but it was tiring that whole day oh, was gosh, just super tiring and i yeah it's again it's an hour and a half drive girls kind of slept in the car then they usually have an afternoon nap and so does viva none of that happened so no. everyone was just kind of like Ooh. so it was kind of a it was a tiring day but a good day yeah um, and then the Next day on Monday, I visited my sister-in-law because I'm giving her a bunch of my 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 appliances, like my crock pot and my blender and whatnot. So I just pop on over, and my other sister-in-law, who's pregnant and she's on mat leave already, but she's delivering soon. She came with us, so it was a very nice girl time. We chatted, but then again, I did nap, so it was a super tiring day again. But uh, but it was very fun. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but when we came back. The the news of the cathedral Notre Dame burning. Oh yeah, yeah, it, that it, was. It came out, and oh, that was just devastating. My heart was, my heart was bleeding. It was such such a sad sight. Yeah, and you've seen it, right? So I I've mean... seen it twice, and really, this show is called Rome is Home because it'll be our home. But and it's I guess the room for every Catholic people, but. Paris just felt like home to me. Both time I went there, it just felt like home. And mm. I cried when I left. And I was just... Yeah. So, yeah. To see this this cathedral of this beautiful, beautiful place that just feels like home was very, very sad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's... Uh, and we'll chat about that a bit further, just amongst other things. But, yeah, that was... Uh, so, yeah, just crazy little few days. And uh, yeah. on, on, on a positive note, I get taken a few days back, we got our... Finally got our Codice Fiscale, so we got our Italian tax numbers, basically. I guess that's the equivalent of, like, social insurance number or something. Basically, but you needed to live. Like, you needed to have an apartment to open a bank account. So, like, a social insurance number. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah basically the same thing. So, um, yeah, no, that, that was just a positive thing. We kind of just... Uh, Getting sort of that checked off was good. Sort of a sigh of relief because we've been trying to just get everything figured out, sort of everything yes. prepared and ready to go. Again, really at this point, I mean, it's it's going to be pretty quiet for the next little bit. I mean, the next big thing is really to, um, I mean, we have to work out health insurance, which yes. we can figure out. And then I have to apply for the end of May. So I think yeah. that's a last two big things that we have to do really i mean we kind of we have we have time to think about where we're going to live because we'll be 
yep. renting for a month. So yep. that'll give us. We're not like I'm not really stressing too much about where we're gonna live. Although occasionally I still get like the little blips of uh, maybe being closer to Rome. But I think that that quickly goes away when I start thinking about the practicalities. But anyways, that's we'll deal with that when we get there. Yeah, we, and and like I said before. I'm keeping my mind open. I'm not totally close to Rome, although everybody who's been to Rome told me, yeah, it's not very kid-friendly. So I'm mostly thinking about, yeah. you know, having to deal with the girls and, you know, can I even go outside during the day? I mean, that's going to be a big deal. I don't want to be cooped up. So, eh. Of course. Well, well, we've never been to Rome, so <laughs> these are things that we need to figure out by ourselves. And Yeah, and uh, so this week, I mean, this is going to be a little bit of a... So Geneviève is going to be heading back. Actually, we're going to go back. So that's kind of nice. We'll maybe give yeah. a give a few updates when we're in Montreal. So we'll be in Montreal for Easter weekend, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, we're going to be dropping them off. So again, as I mentioned probably several episodes before, we're moving next week. Wife and kids are going to head out. Get away from all this madness because there's going to be a lot of tension for sure. She knows my family well. I know my family well. They're good, but when stresses are high, we we work like crazy. And, Very choleric. And, so uh, don't 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 get in their way. They're yeah. Sorry, someone came through the door. <laughs> it's about to happen in a family of twelve plus. So yeah, that, it's not too that's bad. right. <laughs> they have a good track record. Okay. The first yeah. time it happened. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, very choleric. Today they were kind of packing stuff up and bringing it to the dump, like all the stuff that they didn't need. And yeah, a little bit of a, a little bit of tension. So I just decided to quickly have a go and have a picnic with the girls in the park, which ended up being a really, really awesome thing. Teresa had a lot of fun, but uh, yeah, I'm really happy to be home while all of this happens and i'm sure that they're happy that we're going as well like we won't be yeah. in anybody's way yeah because the yeah, last thing they want us to worry about is what's that what's that whimpering and it's little Geneviève crying in the corner just she's just terrified <laughs> of all like the sheer force of a clerics just kind of gathering together and your little heart can't take it oh yeah and, and, and yeah so they'll be worried about me <laughs> first of all <laughs> I'll be worried about you too because you're like, where's my wife? Okay, she's in the corner somewhere. No, but I think even for, even your mom will be very happy because she's always concerned about the kids and, oh, and, and for kid. for good reasons. All the doors are open. Whenever they move stuff, they yeah. leave all the doors open. And once in a while, you know, I'm tending to Monica and I'm like, oh gosh, where's Teresa? Teresa, and then she's outside somewhere. Did we talk about the outside incident? Well, oh, well, I don't no. think that we did. No, yeah. So, yeah. So we were kind of preparing. I think this was on Thursday last week. Um, preparing to just get some boxes moved up to another location anyways i kind of get out of the apartment and i hear like i hear Teresa screaming so we actually just kind of we kind of like we're normally pretty like i don't know helicopter ish i guess we kind of like if we're gonna go outside of the kids we're gonna be with them oh because okay there's no fence backyards there's bees there's a crazy dog like i wouldn't let Teresa just roam by herself. not in this not in this backyard no, yes right. but anyways we're kind of like okay she's kind of following me she was kind of being cute but uh anyways i kind of went outside came back into the house hear a little bit of scream i run a little out. bit of scream it was like she was dying she was like sorry <laughs> And I'm looking for where the heck is she? And I look, she was, she kind of, we have like a very tiny miniature fish pond kind of thing with a little waterfall. Meter diameter. Meter diameter is maybe like six inches deep. Nothing deep at all. But anyway, she happened to just tumble into it. Of course, I'm seeing her kind of like, you know, trying to like stand up, get composure, but she's terrified. I'm flying through this, like this, we have a little like tree bush thing there, <laughs> yanked her out. She, she was, was soaking fully wet. Fully drenched. Fully drenched. She, her little like winter parka was just 
fully absorbed. And of course, she was terrified. She was screaming because if you don't know Teresa, she is a drama queen. So it was the worst thing ever. It's like she died. Yes. Basically. <laughs> she was she was perfectly fine. I think, again, it was just stunned was, by the... Yeah. There was nothing really... I mean, yeah, I mean, it was, you know, it was crisis averted kind of thing. But again, it's always like, it's so annoying because like, okay... You know, trying to let her do her own little thing. Of course, she falls into the pond. It's just interesting, but I guess right. that, that's... I feel like that's going to be Teresa for a while. She's just... I think that's kids. Is it? I guess so. I, guess, I think it is I kids. We're and, we're and And since all the doors will be open for the next two weeks, well, it's just better for everybody that we go to a more stable place. And my parents have a fenced backyard, so maybe she can learn a bit of independence. Yeah, 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 that's true. She's at an age where she's, like, not eating everything on the ground, which Monica is at <gasps> oh, now. Oh, my goodness, Monica. She's adorable. She just learned to do the, what they call the army crawl. So she's she's yeah, moving she's... everywhere on her belly. She's, like, crawling. Yeah. But that means she puts everything in her mouth. So little pieces of paper, little crumbs, everything. Sometimes it's okay. Sometimes it's, like, a little big thing. So it's, like, it's always those things, and especially in my, my house here where we're staying. There's just... You know, not everyone's kind of used to kind of picking little things up, but there's a die on the floor, like a dice. They leave it, right? But, you know, that's exactly the thing she wants to chew on and choke on. But yep. fortunately, nothing's happened. She's, no, no, no. She's you're... pretty good. She kind of just, like, plays with it. She, she doesn't go, like, full-on choke, but... Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and of course, I try to watch her like a hawk, and so does your mother. We're both kind of listening to, oh, my gosh, she's, she's, she's coughing. Let's see what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but she's... I mean, yeah, we could talk forever about Monica, but yeah, I'm curious to see how she'll be after. Uh, it depends. You guys probably might stay there for like two, three weeks. But again, even just this little time she was here, man, the changes. Oh, yeah. She's going from belly to sitting very easily. And she's almost kinda... like standing. Like she's weird. She like she's trying to like prop herself up. Yeah. So she'll she'll grab the, the step from the stairs and she'll kind of like stand kind of. So... Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe she'll be walking at nine months like Teresa. That's <laughs> Although right. she's nine months already, so. Now listen to the mellow. Maybe it come from me telling. And I can sing like Buddy Nelly. I think it's plain to sing. Some people say that's the on Monday, when I when I saw the images of the cathedral, I, I I was I was crying. Actually, I had to stop looking at them. I just I wanted to read everything, every little update. But it was making me so sad mm. that I just had to take a step back. But at one point, I wanted to know what was happening, so I started looking again, and I heard all those standbyers that were they were just standing there and they were praying and they were singing the uh, Je vous salue Marie. Uh, Hail Mary. Hail Mary. And that gave me shivers. And I think that for me, the Im the image that I got was that even out of, you know, a horrifying thing, God can still bring beauty. And, and the, the French people praying together, singing to our, to our lady. I thought that was a beautiful, beautiful image. Yeah. I, it's, it uh, definitely makes you think really. I mean, um, I, I, yeah, there's there. I I had a few like thoughts and takeaways from it too. Yeah, like you're saying, in some ways, it's it's pretty awesome to kind of see people united for something, a cause, and willing to kind of actually for the first time, you know, what it feels like. I don't know, Catholics kind of gathering together, praying together, 
and uh, really kind of um, maybe appreciating this this big, huge tradition that I think a lot of us take for granted. I mean, um, I've never been there. So I, to be honest, I really didn't feel anything, but that's just, I don't, I don't at, more so as in like, yeah, you've been there twice, you've seen it, and of course, Parisians, they're there always, right? So it's kind of one of those things, oh, oh okay. But then to see it kind of like on fire, <laughs> Yeah, you know, and especially if you're a believer, like that maybe f- really strikes home for some people, oh, which is yeah. look at what it did in a sense, right? Yeah, yeah, and and all the all the important stuff was saved in a sense. Uh, the relics, the, the, well, the, the blessed sacrament for the Eucharist was saved, which yeah, was the course. number one, and then the relics, the the crown of thorn, um, even. You know, on top of the spire, I did not know that, but on top of the spire, there's a, a rooster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the rooster was holding relics, yeah. like a, a thorn from the crown of thorns and a relic from Saint Genevieve, I think, maybe even from Saint Louis. And uh, they found the rooster intact. Yeah, yeah, that was that's true. I just saw oh, a picture of that. Yeah. Oh, that was oh, that was crazy. I I just I I thought it was very interesting how the whole world was sad for this. Yeah, that that's a good point. The whole world, and and some of them were mostly talking about the, the lit, liter, literature aspect of this cathedral because, of course, it's known because of the Hunchback of Notre Dame, Victor yeah. Hugo, a big, big um, masterpiece. But even even if it's just because of that, the whole world was sad. The whole world was 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 you know sending positive energy towards france to to be able to save it so i don't know i don't know i if for sure it's very sad it's super sad and it's going to take a while to rebuild it and it, it won't be the same it won't be you know start from zero basically for the the, the roof it's not a 800 year old roof but yeah in a sense i was really happy to see everybody coming together everybody praying for for it and there's nothing like a tragedy to bring people together. Yeah, that usually, yeah, and that's usually kind of what it takes sometimes these days, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, one of the like the things I, I don't know what really kind of stood out for me. Again, I kind of mentioned this idea of okay, we have this tradition and stuff, which you know, Catholics, that's a big thing, of course, is our tradition. Um, but at the same point, too, at at a certain point, like it almost kind of like if we treat. If we treat tradition as this kind of like uh, Fabergé egg kind of thing, right, where you have to protect it, you can't touch it, you can't do, you know, um, that's good in a sense. But I feel like, I don't know, I've had, I've had this these reoccurring thoughts lately in this idea that, yes, we have to cherish and love our tradition, but we we in ourselves kind of have to kind of continue on with pat, not only passing on the tradition, but it might mean to kind of understand it better again, re, re, you know, especially through scripture, what the significance of our tradition is, because it's not just. I am very much against kind of like tradition for the sake of tradition, but of course, all of our traditions are grounded in scripture. But again, sometimes these things kind of get lost, you know, over time. But I, it's it just really kind of got to me as as kind of like seeing this place burn in a sense. It's kind of like, well, maybe now it's time we built. Our, our Notre Dame, right? Like, you know, it, or continue, you know, quote unquote build. I'm not saying sort of the rebuilding is the same thing, but, you know, this, or even just sort of the, the thoughts developed and understood throughout time, you know, you know, praise St. Augustine, St. Jerome, St. Aquinas, all these great saints who kind of really built this up. 
But then we basically put them in a glass display as something that can't be touched. Now, this might rub people the wrong way, like, well, we can't talk or touch about these things. No, that's incorrect. You know, God is infinite. His truths are infinite. So there's there's still lots of things we can look and know and understand about our faith. And I'm not talking about developing new thoughts. I'm talking about even just understanding sort of the, the fundamental basics of our faith yeah. so that we can be sort of these these champions of the faith, that we can be the church builders today. You know, as opposed to kind of saying, well, we can never do that again because that's in the past. No, I think it's time we need to kind of really own it and show to the world, hey, we built Notre Dame, we can build something else too. Or we, we thought this, I don't know. So I, th- that kind of like really kind of resonated with me as kind of like, let's, the, the path has been carved for us up to this point. Let's, mm-hmm. let's keep on going with that. Remember, and again, guided by the Holy Spirit, let's keep going. Yeah. I don't and, know. And it, it's also, you know, when we have too much of a good thing, we just take it for granted eventually. And this beautiful church, we just assumed it would be there. It's funny because your bosses aren't there in, in Paris right now. They- oh, yeah, they actually went. They This was this whole scheme of taking, they made it like a, they told her mother last, their mother last year that, yeah, we're going to go to Paris next year for Easter for Mass at the Notre Dame. And they, I think they got got there on Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. And of course, and then you hear on Monday, <laughs> Plays it's it on fire. So it won't happen. No. But they just took it for granted, right? You just assume... Oh, oh it's going to be there. It's going to be there. We're going to go to uh, Easter Mass and it's all going to be beautiful. But it's... You know, and sometimes that's why these hardships are necessary and are important because otherwise we just take for granted. We're just complacent. And it goes back to stagnant water. It's going to go bad. Water needs to be running. Water needs to be moving. And we need to be constantly growing and moving. And of course, I'm not saying burn all the churches. Of course not. They're beautiful. And someone they're... out there is, is posting that you <laughs> yes. said that. Or someone out there is posting, I'm a, some sort of heretic too for saying to think new thoughts. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I think we all agree. And we. Th- it's very important that you guys understand that we love churches and we love tradition. And it's very important that we have beautiful churches and for the glory of God and everything. But it happened. So what do we do with it? Well, I think it's a good wake-up call and a good yep. kick in the behind. Yep. And you know, <laughs> I, I silly image. But when I was pregnant, I couldn't eat sushi, and all I could think about eating was sushi. But now that I'm not pregnant anymore, I'm not craving sushi as much. Mm-hmm. It's just you know, when you can't have one thing or when you don't have it anymore, that's when it becomes valuable. So it's maybe it's a gift from God that it burnt in the sense because then we have this this renewed desire for for it and this renewed desire for beauty and this renewed desire for our faith because and especially in Canada we've been building horrible churches so it doesn't exist here right I mean if if if, uh okay it it exists no okay it exists outside of Quebec (laughs) maybe yeah because you guys actually have nice churches but like the rest of Canada because of the history yeah yeah so we became complacent and now we're building horrible churches and now a beautiful, amazing, gothic piece of art is burnt. And it's still standing, but it's damaged and everybody around the world is is, is hurt. Well, is, is the, the church around the corner uh, who that looks like a theater, if it burns down, is it gonna, are we going to feel the same way? No, so but yeah, something to think about. It is, yeah, and I, and I guess it also, you know, just even on a caveat for that, it's also it's also an important reminder that, again, because yeah, you can kind of get like we, we can't we can't even arguably be attached to the church itself. Of course, not. That's not. We're also not advocating for that because you can kind of like fall in love with the church, but then forget about that. Every single church has the 
the uh, the Blessed Sacrament, and in many mm-hmm. ways, that Blessed Sacrament is worth more than the Church itself. All the churches combined, the single one. So, yeah, <laughs> that's not to say these again. Anyways, I'm done. Kind of like defending that we love everything. Oh, so. we do, and I love that so, for them. Oh, and I was so I, sad. I'm tired of having to kind of say preface all our points of like, <laughs> but we also love Jesus because <laughs> there's gonna be some. Anyways, this is the problem when you try to speak of something. But, uh, yeah. yeah, no, it's, uh, there's lots to think about, you know, you might agree, disagree, but I think it's, um, it's always, you know, is this kind of the signs of the times? Who knows? You know, I just to kind of maybe like, I'm not sure if you have any more thoughts, but it's just interesting qu- just quickly just to see like, like the little conspiracy theories that have come out. I mean, there's, it's kind of interesting. Again, I've kind of looked at it like a few, a few commentators, Catholic commentators and like. Okay, um, it was this, you know, it was this an attack by the Muslims, you know, was this, it's interesting. I, and I, yeah. I kind of think, and I, I think this goes back to temperaments. It's because like, I think when I mentioned to him, like, what do you think? And you basically said like, Oh, because it happened to my childhood, um, cathedral, uh, Valleyfield Cathedral, St. Cecil, uh, the same thing happened. They were doing constructions and, uh, it's, it's just too much built up of, of heat and then the, it caught on fire. The same thing. And that was 17 years ago. So, I mean, that was my first thought. I just assumed because they were doing constructions yeah. and that's what people have been assuming, although there will be an investigation. But... Yeah. So, so, I mean, in the end, we'll never know. There's not, you know, maybe it'll be discovered at any point. There's no point uselessly making conspiracy theories and speculating. That's right. It is what it is. We'll find out on the other side. And And to, I want to just go back quickly to an earlier point that I made that when, when we're not challenged, when we don't move, then we just become complacent and we're become we become lazy at least especially for me and i think especially because i'm a phlegmatic and this whole week i don't know if it's hormonal but i've been very grumpy joe can attest i'm trying not to let it affect me but i'm super super grumpy and it was time to pray the rosary and i was grumpy and i was not in a good mood and i was very sluggish and mentally not there at all spiritually not there and um joe just i don't know i don't know what your inspiration was maybe it was for my sake but you started saying the first decade and you kneeled while saying it. And that just hit me like a ton of brick. Uh, and I felt so bad. And I, I thought, oh, I'm so sorry. So at that point, I just straightened up. I closed my eyes and I really concentrated on the mysteries. And that was one of the best rosaries I've ever prayed ever. I'm not good at meditation, but I've never meditated like that. It was beautiful i had so many insights and then after that it was mm. it was nice outside we sat and we kind of chatted about the insights that i got yeah. about rome and about about parenthood how tiring it is and it's nothing compared to what mary lived with jesus oh it was beautiful so there you go man See? if if you feel sluggish maybe you need someone to to shake you a little bit or you may need to put yourself in an uncomfortable what? position yeah, what yeah. my gosh isn't that like isn't that one of my quotes of like life i know and uh, i've are. been married to you too long already oh my gosh <laughs> no, no that's that's important i mean that's just kneel just kneel if you feel sluggish but you're still doing your press just just kneel just put your arms in a cross i don't know just do something that makes you uncomfortable and yeah. i don't know there's nothing like it to renew your spiritual vigor i think yeah i mean you know just to kind of wrap up that's that's important i mean to break a lot of times to you know lukewarmness tepidity spiritual tepidity all these things which the saints speak about again this is one of those things where you got to do violence to yourself or if someone's able to to quote unquote do violence to you but you know obviously <laughs> is that what you do to me, 
See, I, I got, so I say, quote, quote, because in a oh spiritual way. That is too funny. Yeah, I was at, uh, so when someone's calling 911 now, uh, <laughs> I'm a big advocate for that. And anyways, that's why yeah. I'm also very glad for Rome. It's going to be uncomfortable as heck kind of getting settled. It doesn't matter. We feel like the Lord is calling us. Yeah. We feel like many graces will come with it. Charge ahead. You yeah. know, if you have trouble with it, t- team up with a cleric. They'll they'll drive you bonkers. Or if you're a cleric, maybe you need to slow down a little bit. Team up with a phlegm. Team up with the opposite. Joe has been having not doubts, but he's been troubled by the the greater scheme. Oh, what are we doing? What's the end goal? And, uh, and I say. I don't have doubts about that. Of course, we're going to Rome. Of course, I I don't doubt that. For me, it's silly stuff. What are we going to do about this little detail? And then you're like, I'm I'm not worried about that. So we we, we help each other about our worries. That's why we're married. Yay, that's why I love you. There we go. I love you too. All right, guys. This is it for this week. I guess we're going to have a show this weekend somehow. Yeah, we'll try try and squeeze one in. So we can't, uh, won't leave you guys hanging for two weeks. But uh, thanks for coming in. Thank you for listening to Roma's Home. And uh, follow us on Facebook at Uh, Roma's Home Home something. something. You'll find us. Roma's Home. Roma's Home. God bless. Yeah.